the blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We're the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more. All from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we have another top 10 episode for you. We're going to be going back to the early 2000s, mostly, uh, maybe some late 90s, to talk about our top 10 Xbox games. Now, Adam, I stuck to original Xbox games. I'm assuming you did too. Yes, of course, because it's very similar to our um, original Nintendo top 10 that we did. We stuck to it had to be the original NES. We didn't count, uh, you know, Super NES. And so for me, it was specifically only the games that I have played on original Xbox. Yes. We've mentioned before, too, that we really kind of only owned two gaming systems when we were younger, that being an original NES system and eventually an Xbox. And it was really Adam that had the Xbox. I, yeah, I got it for I Christmas get, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did get one. I was in college by the time the Xbox really even came out, but I did get one uh, eventually and, and started playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be interesting. What I'm predicting is maybe a few similar games, but wildly not that much because I think as far as console games go, we actually play a pretty big variety of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I would imagine there's a couple games that I can almost guarantee will be on your list or at least one of them. Um, and will probably be shared pretty high, but we'll see. But yeah, since it was mostly my console, um, and then I used it and then took it with me to college as well and played it. Um, yeah, I'm, cu- I'm very curious what, because Xbox to me was more of my thing than your thing. So I'm very curious what yeah. games you latched onto and which ones were important to you. Actually, yeah, there's two of them that I know they're definitely going to be in like your top five that are also in my top five. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, I have at least three, mm-hmm. possibly four games that I'm positive are going to be on your list. Okay. Cool. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But, uh, there'll be some shared. I mean, granted, yeah, we had the same console and we had the same games. So, um. The same disclosure that I gave for the NES one, I'm saying here, these are the games that we played. We didn't play every single game. So, like, right. I'm just going to be flat out and tell some people out there, I never played Half-Life 2. And I know that is a very influential, important um, game for people out there. So it didn't end up making my list. My list. Mm-hmm. I never played, uh, like, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So it's not on my list. But a lot of people love that stuff. Um, yeah. And for me, I'll just throw out there... The Elder Scrolls um, Morrowind was on Xbox, but I didn't get started until Oblivion, which I played on Xbox 360. Now, I love Oblivion and I love Skyrim, but I should, John, I think it was you and your wife, Christy, who got me into Oblivion and you were like, you have to fucking play this game. And so my wife got into Oblivion. Yeah. So I played it on her recommendation and I fucking loved it, but that was on Xbox 360. So I couldn't include any of that stuff on here. So, um, yeah, so just, you know, guys, take us with a grain of salt here. I know you're going to have different lists. We're very curious which games were super important to y'all. So make yeah. sure, you know, leave a comment in our Instagram or Facebook. And for me, I don't think I did this with a Nintendo, but I'm definitely doing it on here. I gave myself only one game per franchise. I basically did the same thing. Okay. Because um, I, I, a lot of times if I found like a franchise I liked, I would, I would get every version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't seem right to talk about multiple ones 
Yeah, so I tried to stick to one, which also taught me how few Xbox games I actually played. Yeah, yeah, I had to go through a big old list and kind of start down. And usually I have a big list of like 30 or 40 things that I have to pare down for these lists. But like, I actually mm -hmm. I started off with a list of like 16, 17, actually 15. Um, and that was it. And I was like, wow, I didn't own all that many Xbox games. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we weren't, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So whatever games we had, we played the hell out of, yep. and, you know, until they were done. And then we knew we were good at them, so we would get the next one in the series if there was one. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, I'm ready to kind of jump on in. Let's do it. And uh, Adam, why don't you start us off with your number 10? Sure. My number 10 uh, is a game I, I'd be surprised if you played it at all, um, but we did have it, and it had some unique stuff to it. Uh, my number 10 is Max Payne. I have never played that game. Okay, so they even made like a, a movie franchise. I think it was, well, not a, maybe not a franchise, but like one movie with Mark Wahlberg that didn't go anywhere. Um, but So it came out in 2001. It's a third-person shooter game, uh, but it had really cool kind of detective and noir elements to it. You had to mm -hmm. solve the murder of Max Payne's family while ended up getting kind of caught up in this whole organized crime madness, almost kind of Punisher-esque, but like much more noir and detective, though, um, less superhero-y, you know, tights, more big, long trench coat than right. using tights in this goal. Um, but the movie itself or the game itself was kind of heavily influenced by things like from John Woo, um, the director, mm -hmm. John Woo. So. What really made this game cool, it was just, I mean, it's a fun, you know, noir stuff that you're doing. So it was a shooter game. But what, what took it to, like, you know, a unique level was its feature using bullet time. So basically it took what uh, the Matrix did and it turned it, putting it into something that you can kind of play with. And you would slow time down um, and your reaction time was obviously stayed the same in 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 person or whatnot you know so you could you could kind of get your shots and like you shoot this person shoot that person as like the bullets are slowly getting set and then when yeah. it returned to time everybody would just drop that kind of thing um it was it looked really really cool and i had it and i really did enjoy it all right so i guarantee you you didn't play my number 10 um i mean maybe you did but i i don't think you've ever really been into this series at all my number 10 is the sims no, I did not play that game, but I saw it in like the list and I, I for some reason had a memory that you kind of did play The Sims. Yeah. So uh, I'm made by the same company that initially made like SimCity and that sort of thing. And that was just sort of it was sort of just sort of be a play off of that. It was you were playing the people when my wife finally did move in with or she was my girlfriend at the time moved in with me. Uh, she played this game so much. Mm -hmm. that sometimes on the weekends I would go to bed and I would wake up and she'd still be playing it. <laughs> um, but I also got into it. I played it quite a bit. Um, I've played the most recent one on PC, Sims 4. I enjoy it. I enjoy the building aspect of it, building, getting to build houses. I kind of enjoy the design aspect of it. I less care about, like, the people. Mm -hmm. I don't care if my person, like, lives or dies. I just like doing the design element stuff. I remember The Sims being really popular. I mean, maybe the Xbox, it was. Probably, particularly the PC version. People would get so into it. They would kind of like lose themselves. And, and that kind of became their reality. Yeah, yeah it, there was a, a, and I can't remember if it was The Sims or Sims 2 that that did. Sims 2 was also pretty big. Uh -huh. Sims 3, I don't think it was all that big. But Sims 4 got pretty big again. Um, 
Yeah, there there have been a few times when, you know, I remember news stories about, you know, people like forgetting to bathe or do stuff like that because they're playing <laughs> The Sims and that sort of thing, which yeah. is just, it's absolute nonsense. It's just a game, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy that sort of simulation style yeah. play. All right, number nine. Uh, my number nine, I I think might be on your list, so I don't want to mention too much because I'm pretty sure you introduced me to this game. Uh, you've always been a fan of some sports games. Uh, this one in particular is not one you play. We play all that much, um, or like we don't have a whole bunch of different variations of this type of sport game. But mm-hmm. we both really enjoyed this one, and it was Top Spin. Adam, my number nine is Top Spin. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah, you. I remember you either taking the game home or you showed me and like I played this game. I, I'm pretty sure after your recommendation or something. Yeah, I, I had it, which is weird. I mean, I, I, I like tennis well enough. I mean, our, mm-hmm. our dad was a big fan of tennis and that, uh, you know, I can sit and enjoy watching a game of tennis. It's not my favorite thing to watch, but um, I enjoyed playing the game. And for some reason I really got into playing this one and I've played a couple other ones in the franchise, and, and they're they're okay. They're still fun to play. But this was the first one that was like, ooh, tennis video games can be fun. Yeah, absolutely. It just I remember it had just kind of good, fluid, solid mechanics that felt mm-hmm. good for tennis. Because a lot of times, tennis just doesn't lend itself to the controller all that well. Other than right. I, I do play tennis on your Oculus uh, sometimes when I'm there. And that's, <laughs> that's a lot of fun. That one is a lot of fun. The VR tennis is actually a lot of fun. Yes. Um, but those are just kind of like, you know, those are a little bit more comical. They're less. This one, you kind of felt like, shit, yeah, the ball, you could do kind of different spins with it. Uh, and it got pretty good. And it felt, it just felt right for a tennis yeah. game. Yeah, um, I can't remember if yeah. you could create your own character in Topspin. If I believe so, because I think I, okay. that was one of the things that I remember was like you could creating a character and you could like emphasize, okay, this person is heavy forehand, or this is like you know more of a backhanded player. Um, mm-hmm. What their what their favorite styles are, that kind of stuff. So um, I remember kind of doing like their career and kind of going up the yeah. ranks and stuff like that. Yep, you had to, you had to play the smaller tournaments, and you yes. can finally get to the big until you get to the big ones. You yeah, know? Yep. it was a lot of fun. It was. Absolutely. Well, cool. I'm glad we had that one in common. I wondered if that one was going to show up Mm -hmm. because I remember you did play it a little bit, but I didn't know if it was going to make your top 10. Nice. So that's awesome. Uh, All right. Moving right along to your number eight. All right. Number eight. Um, It's a it was it was a series for a long time until they stopped it. Another sports game. And I played this one, uh, you know, while I was in college. Um. And it felt really good playing the game as in college because you could play as the college that I was going for. And that's the NCAA football series. That is essentially also my number eight. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I put I put 2003, which is the one I think I played the most there. Um, I actually I, I know for a fact I played 2008 more than any, but that was on 360. So uh, but uh-huh. I, but I know I played some of the uh, the older ones on Xbox. So so I. <laughs> I played okay, so you might have. I don't know if you did this. I actually lumped the NCAA and the Madden together, dude. Well, so my number, my number ahead. eight was technically NCAA slash Madden. Yeah, because they were essentially the same game, just for pro versus college. Yes, but you get a play for what was particularly awesome with this series is you could create a character. Yes, and transfer them from college yep. to Madden, which was so yes. cool. That was, and I remember that was, uh, you know, I, 
as far as football goes, I much prefer to watch college football than I do pro football. I don't really watch pro football at all. And when it comes to college football, mostly I just like watching UGA. Mm-hmm. You know, every so often I watch another team or maybe some other team I have a, a tie to, like Iowa or something like that. But I loved playing the video games. Um, I really am a big fan of sports games, which is kind of weird because I don't, I didn't play sports since I was like a, you know, middle schooler. But I love these, especially games where you play as one character and build them up. Mm-hmm. Um, like recently, I've been playing. I played the last three iterations of MLB The Show. Um, okay. Which originally was only for PlayStation Four, so I bought a PlayStation Four just to play that game. Um, because EA stopped making baseball games they stopped making their mlb series and the other versions didn't do the whole like you know play as one character and bring them up through through a you know through a career so i was excited to play this one but this last season the 21 version absolutely sucks they changed a whole bunch of stuff and i don't like it but anyway yeah, so but the NCAA one, I I, I made them all as one because I would initially play yeah. NCAA and Madden like together. If I could transfer the character, I would. Totally makes it. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, yeah, that creator character was great. I remember in the college kind of career that you did, you would have to like on what days you have to pick. Like, okay, well this time I'm gonna have him practice, and you could get some skill points or have him do workouts, yeah. then you can get some strength points. But you have to keep your grades up, so make yeah, sure you, you do had schooling to go to class every day, study and stuff. <laughs> exactly. And I particularly remember I did two different uh, characters in that. I did one running back who became, you know, his stats became so fucking sick that he couldn't do <laughs> right. He just, he runs and you're going to run the ball and get a touchdown every Wasn't time. Wasn't realistic. Yeah. And then it's similar enough. I did a, uh, I did an outside linebacker one time too, which was a lot of fun um, because as opposed to doing the, you know, I didn't have control over really the, um, actually, I couldn't remember if you had control over the, uh, no, I think you had to play as your character. And so yeah. the offensive stuff, not so much, but like every time it was defense on, I would just, I would go for the sack every time. And again, right. that guy became so maxed out that like no one could stop him. <laughs> and you just fucking, he, like he won the Heisman three times as a fucking <laughs> sack master outside right. linebacker. No way. <laughs> uh, I was horrible at playing defense on that okay. game. Yeah. I usually was either a running back or a quarterback. Those are pretty much, I just mm. stuck to those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy doing the running back because, uh, because you could also receive passes and stuff like that. Yes, exactly. I, di- I didn't want to be a wide receiver because every so often I liked running. You know, you want to do something that's fun for the character and for whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, I was horrible at defense. I tried to play a defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, and, and like I sucked so bad at it. <laughs> that's fine. I was just I, like, you know what? I'm just gonna go back to what I like and what I know. Yeah, I mean, it ends up just being like all of the get the stats up so you can get the swim moves or you can push them or mm-hmm. do the spin move or whatnot. So yeah. But good, yeah. All right, so we're we're ending up with a lot more mm-hmm. stuff than I I thought. Yeah. Together, so that's wild. We've had two of the same ones in the same spot essentially. Yes. Should I ask whether or not you separated NCAA with Madden? Um, I didn't because actually I didn't really play the Madden all that much, so okay. I didn't I didn't have Madden have Madden on my list. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't bother to put down one because I would play it every year. Gotcha. So, but I also did play 2003 quite a bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Actually, I was thinking, I wrote that down. 2003 is when it first came to Xbox, but it actually was the 2004. I think it had Carson Palmer on the cover because um, mm-hmm. I remember like the, the USC one. But anyway, uh, doesn't matter. I, I played multiple, exactly multiple different ones. So, 
Okay. All right. Well, let's go on to number seven then. All right, number seven, I think this is where our same uh, games in the same spot is probably going to stop, because uh, I don't remember you playing this one. I remember getting the game, and I played it myself, but I don't remember you having it all. Uh, but just in case, I'm not going to mention much else. Uh, my number seven is Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Didn't make my list. I don't think I ever played it. Okay, that's that's what I thought. So yeah, it came out for Xbox in 2003. It was an action-adventure puzzle platform game it was actually a reboot of like a um you know platformer called prince of persia that came out in 1989 Mm. uh but you had this sweet dagger of time that you could kind of fight with and other stuff but you would what was kind of special about the game is you could use that dagger of time to rewind time if you made a fuck up if you didn't make a jump or something like that you basically would rewind time effectively you know kind of eliminating the need for any skill in the game because <laughs> if you fucked up you could just rewind the time now granted you could only do it so many times you need to collect right. sand or some shit like that to refill the use but overall you know if you make those screw-ups you know unlike mario you get like you know you get two screw-ups as long as you have coins in you and then you're fucked uh, or something <laughs> like that um this one you know i guess well, i guess it's a, as long as you have at least one coin well, no, not always. That's uh, Sonic. Sonic was that. That's how you'd screw up. Oh, if, okay. In Mario, if you hit somebody, yeah, you're just fucked. Like yeah. one, one hit. So yeah, this kind of, you know, whatever. But it was fun. I, you, you enjoyed it. And, you know, had some action stuff. Had some fighting things. Uh, but the the use of like the uh, the time rewind was uh, particularly cool. Nice. Yeah. Did you uh, did you see the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? I did not because it did not look good, and I don't remember hearing anything good about it. I did see it, and you were right. It was not good. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. My number seven is another sports one. Um, in fact, I already kind of talked about it, uh, and that was the MLB slash. They actually did have an NCAA version of MLB. Okay, um, cool. By EA Games. Um, I just, I kind of piled my sports ones towards the bottom because that was actually one of the ones I played the most. Mm. But because there were so many versions of it, that wasn't to yeah. me that wasn't really fair to, fair to put them up that high. So I just kind of put them down towards the bottom. Um, MLB, I I love baseball. I love watching baseball. I loved playing baseball. I love playing baseball video games. Um, I know it used to be the most popular sport in America. It definitely is not now. But to me, in my heart, I still. Um, watch uh i've got an app on my phone that i can watch my braves when i when i have a chance to um in fact i have an app for the minor league ones and i will watch minor league games on occasion and we have a minor league team here do they have the richmond braves is that still a thing no they are now in gwinnett oh that's right that's right right the gwinnett braves they were the gwinnett braves but now they're called the gwinnett stripers okay um but yeah so the braves triple a team is in gwinnett their single A team is in Rome, Georgia. Okay, yeah. Um, and their their double A team is is in Mississippi, and it, and they've had that team for a long time. Okay, Mississippi cool. Raves. So, cool. um, but we have a, a team here that they used to be called the Las Vegas Fifty Ones, um, but they've they changed to a new stadium and they changed names, so now they're the Aviators. Okay. Um, and yeah. they they've 51s changed. Fifty Ones is cooler. Yeah, I agreed. Um, they've changed team affiliation several times. I think when I first moved to vegas they were with the mets and then they were with the dodgers and now they're with the athletics okay so you know i i go to the games on occasion i actually haven't been to the new stadium yet but i go to the games on occasion just to support my local team Mm -hmm. i really don't care about the affiliation i would if it were the braves but they're not and we're too far away for that so 
Okay. Anyway, so yeah, uh, got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but you know, and baseball games. I love playing baseball games. What's that baseball game that you had? You have on your Xbox? I think I actually bought it. Oh, on my uh, own Xbox One. It's kind of goofy. Mega baseball or something, something like, like that. It's some is some weird name, but yeah. I still I still yeah. play that on occasion. Yeah, it's just kind of silly. Yep. Yeah. So all right, that, yeah, that was my number seven. Cool. All right, your number six. My number six. Yes, uh, my number six. There's no way you're gonna have this on your list, though. You have a lot of sports games. Obviously, <laughs> there's one type of sports game that you never really jumped into. You definitely did like the football and the baseball, and like, as we mentioned, the tennis one. Um, but soccer was not really a sports game that I remember seeing you play. But for me, in college, I played the shit out of Winning Eleven Nine. I've never even heard of that game. Yeah. Okay. So they. And you're right. There is no soccer games on my list. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not surprised. So this one came out for Xbox in in 2006. Um, and really, what why I got it and why I played it so much is because of uh, my college roommates. Um, I think it was my senior year or whatnot. They were big soccer fans. So I got this game and we played the shit out of winning 11, nine. They, uh, it's actually was called pro evolution soccer, the series, uh, in Europe, but they liked the name or winning 11 better in the U S up until they got close to number 11. And then they changed it to pro evolution soccer, (laughs) uh, because they didn't want to have winning 11, 11, I think, uh, was the thing. Cause it's the winning 11 is for like the, you know, the 11 people on the field on the pitch, if you will. Okay. So I don't think that series is doing, has done all that well. And it's like probably trailed off because nowadays FIFA is the top soccer game in the world. Huge. Yes, and I actually do play FIFA quite a bit. Um, I haven't gotten the most recent one, but I for about three or three or four years, I would get it like every year because of me and a buddy would play, and it was a lot of fun. And I enjoy FIFA quite a bit. But my initial soccer game that got me started was winning an eleven and not was winning eleven nine. Uh, so a special shout out to uh, Jody Jody Sellers of the Sellers mm-hmm. Law Firm. Uh, he was someone who played with me quite a bit. Our buddy Wampus uh, Brian, uh, who was the guy who. Uh, had us do the uh, the breasts episode. Uh, he's, these are guys that I'm still friends with, and then Forrest as well, uh, another buddy. And so we um, we 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 played winning eleven, and it's uh, something I'll I'll always remember. Can you be a uh, a singular player in FIFA? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you can actually bring a career up. Then I might yeah. actually try it. You can do a whole career, and you can build your person up, and you can kind of like. There's a whole thing where you can. Um, kind of uh you know even like during the game if you want you can have the settings set where you're like changing players but you can Mm -hmm. have it set where you're only playing that one player and you can't swap off so your player has to like be in the right even if like down in defense you have to be in like the ready formation if you're playing Mm -hmm. a forward that kind of thing or, or a striker um so you can get ready to go and run and try and score other stuff it's like you know just like any other uh, you know those position players. Yeah, but you can do that absolutely. I might, I might try that. I tried doing that with the uh, one of the basketball games like last mm. year, mm-hmm. and the games was I, I hated the game so much that I stopped. Uh, okay, so my number six, I guarantee you, is not on your list. It is actually kind of a sports game. Um, and I, I don't, I think I got this game, uh, in some sort of demo pack. I had some sort of demo uh. pack that had a bunch of different games on it, and this was one of them. And I remember in probably this would have been the early 2000s, probably 03 or 04, um, when I was I would teach band camps uh, for different schools. I would get hired to come to their band camp, and 
Bandcamp for them was they would go off. Usually, oddly enough, it was usually North Georgia College um, mm-hmm. because it was not mm-hmm. too far, but it was far enough away that you were away from everything. They had a big central field. Uh, the you know the kids and the staff would all stay in the dorm rooms, mm-hmm. um, but all the staff got their own rooms, which was nice. So I had my own room. So I brought a small television and my Xbox mm-hmm. one year, and I didn't actually really talk to anybody. I just I teach. <laughs> I'd hang out with the other staff like during like lunch and stuff, and then when I had my own time, I would just sit in the room and play a game called MX Superfly. Oh, I've I've heard of that, but yeah, I definitely. Definitely never played it. It's a motocross game. I actually do enjoy racing games from time to time. I've tried to get into games like Forza and some of the other like racing games, mm-hmm. and I just haven't done it. But like the motocross games, actually, I had a lot of fun with. And this was one I played the hell out of. And it had two modes. It had a racing mode and a tricks mode. Mm. So you you do a racing one where you you know you go around the the thing actually racing, and then the tricks mode was it was sort of similar. You you went around racing but the the goal was to score points by doing tricks mm-hmm. um and i remember i finally was able to get like a triple front flip <laughs> yeah. on the motorbike nice um uh, which i don't think anyone could do yeah uh, maybe one maybe two but i don't know about three now <laughs> but you never know it's gonna get to that point anyway yes but i god i played this game so much for the like those couple years i it was one of my go-to just zone out and play games cool uh, all right that was our bottom half let's go to number five I'm, I'm i think we're gonna start seeing some similar games up here there's there's three games that i'm in my top five in my top three <laughs> that i'm yeah. almost dead certain are in your top five if not top three <laughs> so uh, probably Probably. Yes. So my number five, though, no worries there, because I don't think you ever played this game at all. And it is one of the most repetitive, boring ass games. <laughs> but I played it so fucking much. Um, my number five is Dynasty Warriors 3. I have played it. OK. Um, in fact, I remember I came home from college and you had it. And that's how I, that's how I know about it. And I actually got into it. And you were right. It is one of the most <laughs> fucking repetitive games <laughs> but you just play you just zone out you just yes. play it and you just keep fighting and stuff like that and for some reason i'm like god that was boring shit i want to do it again exactly. you just fucking keep going at you it just you keep going so that's exactly it came out in 2002 and that's why i made it so high on my list because i played it so much it's a hack and slash game and it's just they have waves of different like, armies coming, you know, at you, or you're kind of going around this big map, attacking different, fighting an entire army on your own, basically. And you hit the same thing, X, 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 Y, X, 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 Y, or whatever your favorite <laughs> combo is to do. Right. And you just do it over and over. And then is my special charged up and then do my special and then X, 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 Y, X, 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 Y. Okay. And then do my special. Like there were so many different characters to play and you're just, you had to like, you know, some of the fun was collecting the different characters and then getting to see yeah. what their moves were and fight with them. Um, and you're just running around like feudal China, taking on these different armies. And then like the mini kind of mini boss battles when you find like the uh, different generals or whatever in each section. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun that you look, I can I can kind of you recognize some some names in Chinese historical, you know, uh, in, 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 in Chinese history from this. Mm-hmm. Um but as a game itself, it's not that great. It's not worth being number five. But I played it so much, it wasn't right. anything. You're right. You just you just zone out and hit and just 
and just <laughs> you just keep playing. Yep. All right. So my number five, I th- I'm not sure if you played it. You definitely know what it is, but I'm not sure you played it. But this was the first game of this series that I ever played. Um, and it wasn't until the most, and it wasn't until the most recent one that I played the next one. Cause I kind of skipped all the ones in, in between it. My number five is grand theft auto vice city. Oh, okay. Was vice city for the Xbox? I thought it was, uh, I thought, and I thought it was for 360. Oh, you know what? A lot of the times they'll still come out for both. So it's very right. probably, uh, yeah. I definitely played it on Xbox. Okay. I definitely well, then, did yeah. not play it on, on, on Xbox 360. Fair, fair enough. So, um, but you know, Grand Theft Auto, it's a great series. Um, I played Grand Theft Auto five. Is that the most recent one? I think. Oh yeah. Vice City came out in 2002. So that definitely was for Xbox. Like it had to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was set in, in the eighties in like, kind of like Miami area. Um, it's a, you know, Grand Theft Auto, it's a fun, fun series and, and, I really enjoyed it. They do good storytelling with it. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to just sometimes you just want to run down the street, pull someone out of their car and beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah. I didn't really play much of the Grand Theft Auto series. Um, Me and, and uh, my really good buddy Ray, when I was growing up, he had, I think, Grand Theft Auto one or two for the PC that we played okay. a little bit. And it was just kind of fun. Yeah. You just kind of, but it was a top down version. It wasn't at oh, all. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't at all similar to what they became. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'm sure I would like them. Uh, but yeah, I, some people, some people go ape shit and like they they played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they've, they've got another one coming out because they've they've actually made a big thing out of the online version of Five. That's a big mm. thing now. You can play online yeah. uh, with Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five is a great story. I think you would enjoy that game if you ever had time to do it. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, all right, number four. There's a chance this number, my number four is on your list as well, um, especially with your style of gaming, like kind of a sports game, similar enough with your, what was the MX Superfly, but this one is for like, you know, uh, this is for skateboarding and it's a super popular game and I fucking loved it. And my, my number four is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X. My number four is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. <laughs> yeah, so yep. So this one came out in 2001 with the launch of the system. Um, it, it probably was like, you know, in the pack that we got. Uh, maybe it was like mm. this and then another game that you'll hear from soon. Um, but it was basically a re-release of uh, the 19 levels from Pro, from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, but it had five levels as well. I mean, it was awesome. You're, you're collecting yeah. different skaters, um, but you had to do these different tricks and you had to do them like in specific ways or other stuff to collect all the different stuff. You had to skate around to find the skate uh, stuff. The levels were great. The physics, no way Um, you (laughs) you could get up so high eventually. And you could, you could create a player who eventually could like max out their stats. And I do remember it was such a fun thing. Once you could like either play as Tony Hawk, which was fun, or Mm -hmm. you can can get your player to collect, to um, get to the spot where you can, do the 900 it was all about the 900 yeah (laughs) but yeah it's a fun game what about you oh yeah god i played the hell out of this game um it was another fun one to like zone out with on on occasion yeah um i think if i could i can't remember if on that one was one where you could create your own skate park i think you Uh, could i don't remember but maybe i think so but uh i just i had fun doing them 
you know, trying to learn how to do the trick. Skateboarding is one of those things where I, I, I would have loved to learn how to do it, but I, I, I never bothered to. It's another one I could zone out and play and yes. just have fun. It was fun just doing tricks. Yeah, and I want to particularly mention the uh, the soundtrack was awesome. Oh yeah, it was game. great. Yeah, a lot a lot of cool like you know more alternative or punky ish kind of songs. Uh, they were really fun. I think it that game probably became n- more known for its soundtrack mm-hmm. than maybe yeah. anything else. But yeah. still, and it it actually introduced me to a lot of punk and ska bands that I otherwise probably never would have heard of. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, there's definitely some songs if I heard right now, and and it would it would take me back to playing. For some reason, the the level I remember the most is the airplane hangar. Um, yes, that, that was like one of the earlier levels, but I just remember playing the shit out of that one and yep, just all these games. So good stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I I think our top three are going to be the same. I just don't know what order they're yeah. going to be in. Exactly. So far, we've had three games in the exact same positions. Yep. Uh, exactly. I, and I do agree. I think we're going to have three of the exact same games in our one, two, and three, but I, I don't think they're going to be in the same order. Probably not. But I mean, that's, it's still going to be our top three. At that point, it almost doesn't even matter what the (laughs) order is. Yeah. So, all right. uh, Since I I don't want to mention too much, my top, my number three is fable. God damn it. My number three is fable. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. Incredible. Uh, how about what you start a off? fun game oh yeah. my gosh so <laughs> intricate and you could really it, it it was one of the first games to me that really felt like a world you could act actively interact with um, because you know there would be people who lived in homes that had nothing to do with your story but you could break into their homes and steal stuff mm-hmm. and you could buy houses i remember there was a village near <laughs> yeah. like the castle and i eventually owned the whole village um <laughs> It was it was so much fun and and you could either go light or dark. Of course, mm-hmm. I always went dark because I, I always do in any game like that. Um, and it was fun. It was a fun combination of magic and sort of medieval storytelling mm-hmm. and just all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was there was fun. It, it was comedic at times. Yes, uh, very comical with just like the cartoonish the way that like the art the design was, but it worked really well. Yeah. Um. You know this this game is what introduced me into like this kind of uh, uh, third person role playing game stuff. Yeah. And and to me they did it was very simple. Like I actually went back and I replayed Fable not too long ago on my Xbox One and. The game itself, it, it doesn't it doesn't hold up exactly, but that's just because the genre has gotten so incredible recently. Yeah. Like you know, Elder Scrolls, Red Dead Redemption, even or The Witcher yeah. or Far Cry or any of that kind of ones. That this has become my favorite genre of video game, yeah. and this is the kind of game that introduced me to it. You know, you could do your side missions, you could do your quests, you could kind of build up doing like these other little mini games and stuff like that. Um, I do remember that the final boss, the Jack of Blades, the last battle was a joke. It was way too fucking easy because by the time you got to him, you probably, cause you and I were both, I, I, I did evil more than not. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was, you had more fun with it. Um, yeah. I'll say that they had the better, um, like magic abilities. I always would make sure I had the berserk magic. That's where you got super strong and just like, you could mm-hmm. beat the shit out of anybody real quick. Uh, and you had to be evil for that. And then I remember you could sacrifice people at the um, 
the Chapel of Scorm, and you could eventually <laughs> oh, yeah. get Scorm's bow, which was the super OP bow. Uh, and then, yeah, you could beat like you know, you could beat the the Jack of Blades at the end pretty easy with it. But it's just a fu- yeah, this is a great storytelling RPG game that I think really helped elevate the genre. And then yeah. other people have taken it and and you know nowadays done so many. There's so much customization you can do with uh, characters and whatnot. Um, right. But yeah, and and that was what that's another fun thing with this one because you could be all right. I want to be a hack and slash guy, or I want to be a magic user guy, yeah, or I want to exactly. be a bow and arrow dude. And yeah, you could go light, you could go dark. It was it was very cool. Yeah, and I've played I played Fables two. I played Fables three like a few times, and it was okay. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if they've gone past Fables three at this point. No, they not. stopped the franchise. Oh, they did they, they did a, one other different game at some point. I can't remember what it was called, but uh, really. It's one, two, and three, and mm-hmm. three was not that great. Two no, was two really was, good. I would say two was pretty good. Yeah, but that was for 360. Uh, yeah. It didn't come out until like 2008 or something like that. Uh, but yeah, Fable did a great job. Is is the one that really, really helped helped uh, helped. I think, and it was an Xbox exclusive, which was cool. Yeah, you know. So all right, well, I, I think I think we're gonna differ. I think on these two. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Go ahead and tell us what your number two is. My number two is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Higher on my list. Okay. Hey, there we go. <laughs> and I can almost guarantee your number two is higher on my list is my guess. Uh, I'll just say, well, go ahead and say it. My number two is Halo. Higher on my list. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go ahead and talk about Knights of the Old Republic since you might bring it up first. Sure. Go ahead and start, Adam. Uh, so... Because because I only did one per franchise, I liked Knights of the Old Republic 2. I'm just throwing that out there. And it probably mm-hmm. would have made my list lower down if I would have uh, done it. But this one came out in 2003. Like, it, we're already... John and I are nerds, obviously. Yeah. And with this, with this game, you're getting... You're diving into the lore of Star Wars. You know, you're 4,000 years before the Galactic Empire... The different characters are super cool. Darth Revan and Darth Malak are awesome. Particularly Revan has a really cool mask. Yeah. Um, you could, again, very similar to Fable, you could tailor your play style. Did you want to be good or did you want to be, you know, the light side or the dark side? You know, it's just RPG heaven with that stuff. And uh, the only other thing that I'll, I'll mention real quick is the voice acting in this game is oh, yeah. phenomenal. HK-47 is a robot that they need in canon. They need <laughs> yeah. to bring him back and put him somewhere on a TV show because he is fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. And obviously, I, I went dark side. I always go dark side. <laughs> well, any, you could any, do... Yeah. You had, any, you had yeah. lightning. You had to fucking force lightning, and you could exactly. do the, the drain life. Like, those were great powers. Exactly. Um, so I vote... Uh, you know, any game that's Star Wars related that allows you to go light versus dark, I always go dark there was a there was a star wars mmo um that came out um that was initially pretty fun and then they didn't take it anywhere and so it kind of died a quick death um but you could you could either choose light side or dark side um and i obviously went dark side which was you know if you know anything about mmos so like you know like like world of warcraft you're either the alliance or the horde um because there's some play there's some player versus player elements to the game um, and as there was in this one as well. Um, so you can either kind of go Empire or Republic. And I always went Empire. And I loved it because they included the Chiss as a race that you could play. Okay. And the Chiss was the race that Grand Admiral Thrawn was. 
Um, so the blue, ah, blue aliens with the red okay, eyes. Okay, so yeah, I was yeah, a, yeah. I was a chiss sniper because I was like doing the um I I like doing the the like archers and that sort of thing, rangers and in that sort of games. But Knights of the Old Republic was so much fun, and you're right, it felt like we were really getting a a cool history lesson into the lore. Mm-hmm. of of Star Wars and in the the beginning of all of the 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 Jedi stuff and everything. Yeah. It was was particularly awesome um and and great for replayability your actions and what you how you talked to other characters you know that mm-hmm. did kind of determine some different outcomes like if you were light you pretty much were gonna you know become friends with people and they would help you out but by the end if you were dark and you pissed off everybody multiple different characters would end up fighting you at some point or, yeah. or le- would leave your party because they, you just, you know, didn't work that way. And then this whole relationship with Bastila and kind of like, how would you end? You could either like, you know, save the universe or you could fucking, uh, you know, become the, the, the main person you could, you know, if you're going to go on the dark side, you're going to fucking go for power and you're, you, right. and, you know, and have, you're going to rule the world or rule the universe. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. All right, uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Um, yeah, John, how about you start off this this one? Uh, I mean, I mean, what is there to say about Halo? It was one of the is one of the first uh, first person shooter games that I really fell in love with. I did enjoy uh, Goldeneye, yeah, uh, oh, which yeah, we've of talked about, but this one to me took it to another level. The ability to connect your Xboxes and have different t- and have like a LAN party with your Xboxes and have multiple games going on, you know, up to 16 players multiplayer. And this was before online play was a big thing mm-hmm. was, a, was so huge. Um, I, I loved, I loved that the game, first of all, the story in the game was really good. Yep. So if you were playing single player, um, that part was a lot of fun, but a lot of people loved playing the multiplayer cause you could really play against your friends. And that was some of the best parts of it. And, um, it was just it. What I liked about the gameplay was, it was good for people who were really good at first-person shooters, and it was pretty good for people who were not good at first-person shooters, like myself. I am horrible at first-person shooters, but I was able to kind of find my own niche in Halo that worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's important. You had different play styles, different guns. You know, there are different. Uh, you know, you could be a sniper. You could be like a you know run up and shotgun or that was the I was a sniper. Yeah. I, was a, I was a camper. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what I have to say is very similar to the things you already mentioned, but I'm going to reiterate them anyway. Sure. Um, I guess also Halo 2 was for original Xbox, and I liked that a lot, and that would have made my list, probably would have been a top five uh, if yeah. I included it, because uh, Halo 2 is kind of where um, online kind of started to happen. But with right. Halo, you had to have the LAN parties. And for me, that's where Halo gets the edge over Knights of the Republic, because this was a extreme bonding thing for mm-hmm. me and guys in high school. And we had different types of dudes who hung out in different crowds and you would get together and do these land parties and you would just scream obscenities at each other <laughs> while you had four people on a TV here, four people on a TV in another room and whatever. But it was amazing. It was yeah. so much fun. We had some guys who got really fucking good. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, a guy who I was not super close with, but he was a friend, Danny Zeitz, who uh, was unfortunately uh, murdered a, lo- a while ago, was killed a while ago. Ooh. Um, 
yeah, an unfortunate, fortunate situation. But I just want to shout out to him. He was the he was the best player in the school. And but there was this whole thing where like just so many guys got together and played this game. And I remember playing it at his house and some other guys' houses. And it was just a shit ton of fun. I mean, I have good memories going back, thinking about playing this with other guys and creating your name, uh, your different handles and stuff like yeah. that. So much fun. And I love, love the end. This ga- the end of Halo Combat Evolved is one of my absolute favorite, like, last levels of any game, period. So basically, it's a mad dash. You're in the Warthog, and you're trying to, like, outrun this, you know, big explosion of the, the of the Halo world starting. And so you had to, like, rush out there, and you're just, like, driving through this tough spot. But, like, the, the music is swelling. It's super pounding and intense. And you're trying to, like, oh, if you make one mistake, you're going to fall off or you're going to do other stuff. It was just amazing. The whole game gave you everything, and it was so action-packed. Yeah, that's another thing we need to talk about, the music. Yeah, this was, oh, one of the, yeah. this was one of the first times I actually remember a, a video game soundtrack being a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I forget, uh, I forget who was the guy who wrote it. Um, hope, maybe you'll look it up while I'm talking. Maybe I will. <laughs> um, but I remember it came with a soundtrack. You could buy it. The music was so good. I still love hearing it. In fact, I, I saw a meme go around on TikTok where the joke was, they go, please stand for the Gamer National Anthem. And it was the Halo that they played. Yeah. Um, oh. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, simple, but mm-hmm. yet so memorable. Uh, composed and produced by Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. Okay. I've so heard good. the name Salvatore before, so I think he's gone on to write some other big stuff. Cool. Yeah. That, I mean, those those kind of like... Uh, harmonics that they put in there and it is and then they get they get some rocking music in there too yeah uh, the, it's the, fucking... all the way through the game the soundtrack was just solid yep yep so uh yep just great going great ones overall i am not surprised that six of them well i'm kind of surprised that six games were <laughs> shared on our list and four of those six in the exact same positions and then the right. other two just flip-flopped right <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty I guess awesome. we did play a lot more of the same games than we thought. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of uh, games do you, uh, what, are, what are some honorable mentions for you? Uh, I actually didn't have any honorable mentions because that pretty much covered all the games I played on Xbox. <laughs> gotcha. That's funny. <laughs> I've got five then. Uh, I'll just mention those. None of these, I don't think, are anything particularly perfect, but I played them, so I'm going to bring them out there. Tenchu uh, Return from Darkness was a, like a ninja game the tenchu series which was kind of fun i played that one dead to rights was another very similar to max Payne, but i liked max Payne a little bit better dead mm-hmm. to rights was kind of cool also did like the bullet time stuff you were kind of detective yeah but you also had a dog you could sick like sick on people and that was kind of fun that's cool uh brute force was a game that i played it was kind of more like a four person get together um kind of uh side scroller almost like a uh what was that one gauntlet legends kind of thing um, but it was with guns and stuff, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Unreal Championship was a fun first-person shooter uh, that you'd fight with other people. And then I got to mention Dead or Alive 3, because that was a, a, a fighting game that had uh, particularly good boob physics. That's what they were known <laughs> for. It was their their boob jiggles. And they actually ended up making like a volleyball game with like the females in very scantily clad stuff. And they 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 kind of... they leaned really hard on like the sexuality <laughs> aspect yeah. uh the fighting itself wasn't all that good but but the game was you know titillating if you will <laughs> uh all right 
Uh, I had actually a lot of fun going through this list. It brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. And yeah. I, I actually was, at first I was like, why did I make this list? I didn't play a lot of Xbox games. And then I kind of really, you know what? I, I did kind of play a lot. Mm-hmm. Granted, I play a lot of the same games over and over, <laughs> different versions. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, I'm kind of a, I'm not like a, a one person type gamer. I just like playing games of all types. I play several PC games. I play several mm-hmm. console games. I'm a big board game fan. I just like games. I just like games. So, all right. That was our top 10 original Xbox games. Please join us next time as we visit the old folks' home by breaking down the 1985 film Cocoon, discuss the 80s TV show Golden Girls, and recast Cocoon using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, Well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.